Welcome to Align and Hustle. I'm your host, Kathy Spence, photographer, entrepreneur, and brand strategist. Each week, I'll bring you inspiring conversations that will help you expand your mind, align with your purpose, and take action towards creating a life you love. Are you ready? Let's do this. Well, hey there, beauty. Welcome back to another episode of the Align and Hustle podcast. I am Kathy Spence, your host. And today, you know, I wanted to say thank you for listening. Last week, I recorded an episode that was a little bit different, and I want to talk about it a bit. I initially had an interview scheduled for uh, posting last week, and it just didn't feel right. Uh, something in my intuition said that that wasn't what was supposed to be going out. So I recorded at the last minute um, something that I was going through, and it was a little bit personal. And after I recorded it, I wanted to take it down. But I slept on it. (laughs) And the next day I realized, you know, instead of the episode being called How to Get Out of Your Own Way, I really should rename it Get Out of Your Own Way because I really didn't share any tips to help you. I just shared my meltdown moment. (laughs) So the next day, I was thinking of taking the episode down, and I'm glad that I waited. I opened up my DMs, I opened up my Instagram and my emails, and there were several messages from you on how the episode helped you or how it resonated with you. And for those of you who are new to the podcast, I am a firm believer in listening to your intuition, and I am so glad that I listened to mine, and I'm so glad that that episode resonated with so many of you. In the 40 episodes of the Align and Hustle podcast, that episode received the most DMs over the week. Um, and again, thank you so much for reaching out. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on that. Um on that show, and I look forward to hearing more from you. If you are new to the podcast, you may not know this, but I'm all about the universe, listening to your intuition, um, listening to the signs, looking for the signs, and walking towards becoming the best version of yourself. And I hope that this podcast has given you inspiration and tools and strategies to help you take that one step, that next right step to becoming the best version of you. There is a quote by Paul Coelho. He is the author of The Alchemist. And he says, when you make a decision and you truly want something, all the universe conspires in helping you to achieve it. But what I realized is that one, I didn't give you the tools. And that two, there may be something that is keeping you from taking that next right step. After I recorded last week's episode, I was introduced to my guest and we had the most amazing conversation that I had to stop her in the middle of our conversation because I said, this is a continuation of my podcast last week. So I am calling you back and we are recording this as my next podcast episode. And she agreed. My guest is Sharon Shilmover. She is a mindset and success coach. 
She was mentored by Bob Proctor of the Proctor Gallagher Institute. Now, for those of you who follow The Secret, who have read The Secret or seen the movie The Secret, the name Bob Proctor will mean something to you. Her methodology is called thinking into results. And what she does is help you go from where you are to where you want to be. Now, This episode is all about uncovering the things that may be getting in the way of you getting out of your own way. So like I said, for some of you, last week's episode was a wake-up call, was a motivational episode that said, yes, I know what I want. I'm going after it. I know my next right step. But some of you may still be feeling stuck and it might be a mindset shift. For some of you, you may still not know what the next right step or the next best step will be because there is something that is holding you back and something that you don't even realize is holding you back because it is in your subconscious. In this episode, in this conversation, I had so many light bulb moments and aha moments. (laughs) We dive into a little bit about mindset, the law of attraction, how people get the law of attraction wrong, how people um, don't really understand the concept of manifesting and goal setting. And we talk about this concept of becoming, about becoming the person that you want to be. So no matter where you are in life, whether you want to move forward in your career, whether you want to start a business, whether you are like me, someone who had everything that she could possibly want, but still heard that voice in the back of her mind that said, I am made for more and I just want to show myself what I am capable of becoming. This episode is for you. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Sharon Chilmover. So nice to see your beautiful face again this morning. Sharon, how are you? I'm good. It's great to see you again. I absolutely loved talking to you yesterday, so I'm excited to be here. I know. So for for the listeners, we had the most amazing conversation yesterday, and I just had to have you on the show to share your wisdom and share your knowledge because this is right up my alley. Everything that you were talking about about um, authenticity, breaking through to new levels of who we can become, just sends goosebumps everywhere through my body. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It was such a good conversation. We could have talked for like three hours. (laughs) I know this podcast episode might be the longest ever recorded. (laughs) So to start off, you're a coach. You didn't always start as a coach. Can you take us through that journey of how you found yourself here? Absolutely. You know, I always, I say that it was by mistake, but on purpose and intentional because it was meant to be, it was, I walked into what I was meant to always do um, and finally became comfortable with myself. And that was in my mid forties. And so I was in finance for 27 years. Mm -hmm. And I think like most people, I started off as a teller at 18 and I was going to, or whatever they started with, but for me, it was being a teller at the bank. And I really, um, I was going to school. I had other passions. I had other things I wanted to do. I actually wanted to do psychology and I wanted to do interior design. This is kind of in line with all that, right? It's all coming together. Yes. (laughs) That's why I say it was not intentional, but on purpose and meant to be because I went um, to college and took like psychology transfer courses. Like I really wanted to be a psychologist. And then I was promoted with a bank and kept being promoted. And then, you know, at that age, I was, you know, 
I think in my early 20s, I remember coming home and saying to my mom, I'm dropping out of school. I brought her a big box of chocolates and just like warm her up to it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm making good money at the bank. I think I can do something with this. So I'm just going to go with it. And I did. And 27 years later, I was still in finance and hadn't done so many different things. I'm so grateful for those things. But I found myself through a series of, you know, bad relationship, um, not feeling good about myself, not being really happy with work, not feeling fulfilled in work. I felt like, is this really the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. Like, is this like a life sentence? And I really hit a wall um, with everything, if I'm being honest. I hit a wall with having been in a crappy relationship and over and over and cycling the same people in my life um, and not being fulfilled. And I always believed in Bob Proctor. And I really thought, and I think I mentioned this yesterday, I thought I lived my life like the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so to I me, I lived stop it. you there for a second. Yeah. So when did this realization come to you? At what age? Um, in my, I was about 43 years old. 43, okay. Yeah, and it was coming. So I was miserable for years. Mm-hmm. But I, you don't want to admit it because I would go through this in my head all the time. Well, what else am I good at? I've been doing this for over 20 years. Like, but you know what I else I go? find? I also find that it's like you feel like you're being selfish because the yes. same thing we were talking about this yesterday, our lives are so parallel, right? I was in finance as well. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh my gosh. That's okay. <laughs> the house is dry, but I was in finance as well. And it was like, I felt bad because my life was good. Like I had a beautiful home. I had a loving, supportive husband. I had two beautiful children. I was making great money. Why was I unhappy? Like what was wrong with me to want more and to actually think that I deserved more than this? Like, did you find that as well? I found that. And my, my reason for also being so scared to leave is I was in like a turmoil of debt. And that was like my, it was like, that was me you know, and how could I be here? And how could I get to where I am? And how could I be at this age and be miserable? Like, and I questioned myself, like, what so is were wrong? You afraid? Like, were you afraid that if you left your job, this, you would just fall deeper into debt and you wouldn't be able to. So, so your job technically, or your career was like your cushion, right? My your comfort, your cushion. comfort zone. Okay. Huge, but it, a, a misery of comfort. Does that make sense? And I was misery. That's yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was horrible. And the worst part about it is I, I did really well financially. I did well, but I, the better I did, the more I would take myself deeper because I wasn't happy. You mentioned the law of attraction and where you are is a reflection of how you feel about yourself. So a lot of people hear about the law of attraction and have been exposed to the law of attraction through the secret, just as you were. I heard a podcast yesterday by Rachel Hollis, and she was talking about the law of attraction, but I don't think she quite gets it because there are so many other like laws of the universe that the law of attraction isn't the only one. When you are wanting to pull something to you and attract something to you, there are also other laws that come into play, like the law of gestation. Once you put out that thought, you need to give it time to grow. It's not just, I'm thinking about this, and then it's going to come to me, then you have to take action on it. So when I was listening to her talk about it, I thought, 
you need to do a little bit more digging on this because that's really not what the law of attraction is all about. But I think a lot of people get it wrong <laughs> wrong because they watch this movie or they read this book and that's really just a gateway to these laws of the universe it's just like a like dipping your toe in the water to kind of pique your interest to move further so can you talk about how what is the law of attraction and how do people get it wrong I'm so glad you're asking because I love talking about the law of attraction. (laughs) First of all, the law of attraction isn't even the first law. It's a secondary law. The main law is the law of vibration. Mm -hmm. So because it's all on vibration, you don't attract based on what you say. So I get a lot of people who say to me, you know what? I, I believe, I ask, I pray, and I'm not getting what I want. I'm working really, really hard and it's not coming to me. Well, our belief, our vibration is what sends out into the universe right? It's not what I say because the universe doesn't hear my words. The universe hears my feelings, my emotions. It's because based on emotions, how I behave, mm-hmm. I don't believe you vibrate. on words. You're vibrating either low vibe or high, or it's like your frequency is based on how you feel, not on. Correct. Okay. Not on thoughts, okay. right? Because usually our thoughts are contradicting. Think about this for a second. You say, you know, um, and we kind of touched about this, you know, I, I'm going to say I'm thin. I'm going to say I'm thin, but I don't feel good about myself. I don't like my thighs. I don't like my stomach. I don't, I'm fat. I'm fat. You know, we loathe ourselves and we berate ourselves, but I'm going to say words are contradicting, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to say what I want. So do you really believe it? Or is it this secret talk that we have? And we all have this secret talk. I like to say it's like this little roommate that's sitting in on your shoulder in your head and it's mm-hmm. constantly nagging at you saying, no, 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 you're not bad. No, no, you can't do that. No, no, you're never going to be that. Like, what are you thinking? Like, you failed at it last time. You're going to try it again. People are going to laugh at you. What are people going to say? All that stuff that we have. So the law of vibration is what you truly believe and what you feel. So if you're contradicting it with the words or the this thought, right? I can say I want it all I want and I believe it. But if I'm constantly telling myself I'm no good, I can't do it, that's actually my, my feeling. And that's the vibration I'm putting out. Because we're in a the high vibe is good, low vibe is low, but we also move through that throughout the day. So it's really maintaining it. Mm-hmm. Let me explain it this way too, because you were talking about the other laws. You see, our mind is made up of our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. And you can stop me anytime if you want me to stop talking. No, no, I love this. I okay, live for so, this. <laughs> <laughs> so like our mind is made up of You've got your mind, but you've got a conscious mind or a subconscious mind. Our conscious mind is what we connect to the world from. It's our hear, see, touch, smell, taste, right? And we decide, we make decisions on opportunities. We make decisions on what somebody said to us. We decide what we think about what's going on around us. Mm-hmm. So with the current pandemic, for example, we decide what we think or how it will affect us, mm-hmm. right? To what degree or how we ingest it, how we take it on. Um, if somebody says something to you that's unkind, it's how we feel about it, right? How we internalize it. It's, it's our thought like process. But it's that like that quote by Anis Nin, Anais Nin. We don't see the world as it is. We see the world as we are, right? Correct. So it's like a reflection. It's how you, what you think about it is how you feel and how you internalize it. So how you feel about yourself could be the words of somebody. If somebody says something unkind to you, that's a reflection of what's going on within them, their perception of the situation, their perception of you. That's them. 
Mm. Now, how we internalize it, well, that hurt me or that is what I am, that I knew it, they confirmed it. They confirmed everything I've been telling myself mm. rather than that's not me. I know I'm a winner. I, I know they can say whatever they want. I'm not going to choose to entertain that thought. But this how do is we a thought get I there? choose. Because, but how do we get to that point? And I guess that's how you help people. Because I, I did an episode about this last week about being triggered. Like I am a very confident person. I feel good about myself on most days. But there are some days where I get triggered. So why do we, what happens there? So these triggers are, if I'm understanding what you're saying, these triggers is what's pulling you back and saying, no, 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 no. If something shows up in front of me, it's like my mirror. So if I am triggered by someone or if I first meet someone, you know, when you used to go to a networking event and you first met someone and you like them right away, or you first meet someone and they trigger you in some way, I always Mm -hmm. would go away from that and say, okay, what is it about that person that is triggering me? What is it that they are showing me about myself? Because I always felt like life is a mirror. So it was always a lesson. If I was triggered in some way, there's something that they're mirroring back to me that I don't like in myself. Is, I'm you know, so glad you said that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm so glad you said that because everything is a mirror. Everything we have, every result we have, it doesn't matter good or bad is a mere reflection of what's going on inside of us, mm-hmm. right? Because it's that's what I was trying to explain with the conscious mind is we then take it on and our mind expresses through the polar opposite, which is our body. So it's our emotions that are expressed in action. Our action then is a reaction in the universe and you see your result. Mm-hmm. So it's your emotions, how you truly feel about everything that's going on that is expressed through your body. It's expressed through action, anxiety, depression. I'm stressed out. I'm not going to do this. I don't feel like it now. I'll do it tomorrow. Those are actions based on emotions. Those are decisions based on emotions, right? And we move into action. So when you meet somebody and you have a trigger, I love that you said that because everything is a mirror to us, everything. So when somebody is showing you something that is really triggering in you and something that you absolutely love, I'm going to start with that first because it's positive. Okay. Okay. So when you see something in somebody that you love, that you're like, oh my God, look at the gift they have. I wish I had that. You're recognizing it. You're aware of it because it's in you. It's in you. It's a mirror to show you that you possess this type of gift. How can you use your gift in this way? You see, we compare ourselves to other people easily. They have what I don't, what I don't have. You know, look at them. They're at this level and I'm not there. But when you see somebody and you see their greatness, you see their gifts or see their amazement, it's because it's triggering the fact that that's in you. It's in here. Okay. That makes me feel good because usually I am really, I am everyone's cheerleader. I am always like, whoa. So that means that I have whatever I'm seeing in them. The light that I see in you is a reflection of the beauty in me is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. And it's in here. It's up to us to bring it out. But when we see something we don't like, that's actually a good thing. It's a good thing because A, it's showing us, you know, either A, this is something that we might fear. Mm -hmm. So do I fear that maybe I behave this way? Do I fear that I do that? Is it something I used to do? Is it something I don't want to be? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I always ask myself, what is it within me I need to heal? Okay. What is it within me I need to heal? Because this is showing me that I've, obviously my awareness is so visceral to this. 
It's a visceral reaction. It's a trigger. Mm -hmm. So what is it about this person's behavior that is either a fear in me or something that I really, really don't like? Mm. And why is it bothering me? So how do you distinguish the difference? So for me, I ask, what is it that I need to heal within me? So is this something that I've always, so for example, if I see somebody, I like authenticity, extreme boasting, it has always given me an emotion, right? When, when you, I wait, see when some, you're boasting or when, no, when I see others being boastful, like okay. extreme boasting, like, look at me, look at me, look at me. I get, I always use that used to really trigger me. That triggered me a lot. And I realized that why is it triggering me? Why am I comparing the way I am to this person who is, look at me, look at me, look at me. We're completely different. Mm -hmm. And I realized that it was something that, well, I don't want to, I never want to do that. And I was questioning, am I being boastful? Am I being too boastful? Am I being authentic? And I really had to ask myself, well, who am I? How do I want to show up for me? How do I want to show up for my clients? How do I want to show up as me? Mm -hmm. How do I want to step into me? Who is that me? Who's that future me as a coach? Who's that future, right? Because it wasn't, I didn't have experience in this. I didn't know how to step into this. I just knew what I knew, what I could offer, what I brought to the table. And I trusted that, right? Okay, and so, so I wanted to be authentic. So this opens up another um, segue into something else that I wanted to talk about because Bob Proctor and your teachings are all about be, being first in order to do the things as to have the results that you want. So you're talking about how these triggers, you asked yourself, how do you want to be? Now, this is where I, I get a little bit um, caught up. Because it's very difficult. It was very difficult for me to think, how do I wish to be? Who do I wish to become? And then now, how do I show up as that person when there might be some, I'm not going to lie, I have like some scarcity mindset from my upbringing that always seems to come up where it's difficult for me. I see the person, or I used to see the person that I wanted to become, but it was very difficult for me to step in. Does that make sense? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Well, I think what happens is number one is we feel like we're being an imposter. We feel like we're faking it. Like I'm pretending I'm something I'm not because this is what I am. This is my situation. I am in debt. I don't know how to do this. I'm not 10 years into it. I'm only X, Y, Z, you know, a month, two years, three years. I'm brand new and I'm pretending like I've got all this knowledge or I'm pretending like I've been doing this for years. So you kind of feel a bit like an imposter, right? Um, but this is why this is so important and why it's so hard for people. So you got to get crystal clear about what it is you want, your goal. Mm -hmm. And why people do goals and why people think they have goals is for the get. Mm -hmm. I'm going to obtain this. I'm going to get the house. I'm going to get the car. I'm going to get the money. I'm going to get all that. So we teach basically B. You want to have success. You have to be successful within first because success rises up to meet you. Mm -hmm. And so the idea I always say is, first of all, the goal isn't about the get. The get is a byproduct of you. Everything you do, everything you've learned, everything you step into, every action, everything you become throughout the journey of the goal. So the goal is the journey. The goal is you. You're the goal. The goal can't happen without you. 
I can't make the goal. I didn't come up with it. I didn't dream it up. I didn't create the mold in my mind. This is what I want. You did. You're the goal. Everything is the byproduct of your growth. I always say it's like a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. We actually emerge and we create our wings and we start to fly. That's success. And as all the little details on the wings form, that's the next level. It's creating opportunities in our life. And then finally, the wings are fully formed and we start to fly and we start to soar. Does that make sense? You step into it. You step into it. So when you look at the future you and you know exactly what you want, you get crystal clear on this goal. It's about asking yourself about the emotion. How does this future me, how does she feel? How does she act? How does she wake up in the morning? The current result is not a measure of who you are. The current this is a measure of how we thought yesterday, what we created six months ago, a year ago, that's come to manifest in our life. Mm -hmm. The only thing that's important is the commitment that you have today in order to get to the goal that you want. That's becoming you today. So you get to change your awareness. You own it. You own it. You own your mind. You get to choose. This is who I step into today. Because, but for the fact that you created it, it wouldn't exist. So what we don't understand is that we're already this person. You see it. You imagine it. You created it. You're already her. But how do you close the gap? By asking yourself, how does she feel? So first, how does she feel? What are her emotions? This is, I always say, writing causes thinking. So you want to write out your goal, then you want to write who you are in the future and write it out in detail to the point of how you feel, how you wake up, how you do the things you do, how you would manage yourself throughout work. What does your perfect workday look like? What's your I perfect do, family no, day like? I even like? do like all five senses, like scent and taste. Absolutely. And so I do like visualization. I do visualization with my clients. Mm -hmm. So it's visualizing and actually quieting your soul, quieting your mind and really stepping into her in your mind and really seeing it. Who are you? What are, I always say, what are the smells around you? Who's around you? What do you smell? What do you see? You feel the sunlight on your skin. Where are you right now in your goal achieved? Who are you? And we do this envisionment that walks you through it. So you can do that every morning for five minutes and at night for five minutes. It's just quiet down and really see it in your mind of who you are. And when you do that, you can start asking yourself, how can I take from her? What can I start doing today? That was my next question. So then when, because the type A in me is here is my vision. Here is who I become or who I am becoming. Now, how do I chunk it down, work backwards to get there? That's what you're yeah. saying. Absolutely. So I always say, I was actually having this conversation with my team this morning. So I'm going to tell you everything I said to them if you want. Um, so you're getting all you're getting all of it today. This is a good day. Everybody's getting what my team gets. Um, you know, when we climb a mountain, we acclimate to the weather, we acclimate to the breathing, we acclimate, right? To get to the peak. Mm-hmm. I want you to think of this for a moment that you're acclimating yourself to who you are. You are becoming, you're acclimating yourself to who you are. In the past, everything you've done, so whatever promotion you got with work, you got the promotion and then you became the promotion. Okay. Correct? Mm -hmm. But you envisioned it long before. You got the promotion because you chose on some level in your mind, I want this promotion. So you already started behaving in ways that got you the promotion. Oh, wait a second. That's just an aha moment there because... When you think, when you put it in that perspective, it completely makes sense. Yeah. So 
This is again. <laughs> I love it. So this is how I want you to work backwards. I want you to realize this. This goal. What what we don't realize as women is how freaking powerful. Sorry, no, how powerful it. how powerful we are. We can do anything. Stepping into who we are in the future isn't somebody that doesn't exist. We created her. She's here. She might be stuck under a lot of hurt, a lot of turmoil, a lot of maybe abuse, maybe words that were unkind, maybe promotions she didn't get, maybe some failures that she sees as failures, as opposed to navigation points towards a different path. There's things are holding us back. We're scared. There's scarcity. There's fear, you know, not enough support, not enough money, whatever that is. But that's you inside. Underneath all that, I always say working in the shadows, waiting to come out, waiting to shine. Because she sees that. So she created that goal. So you know it. Just like when you created everything in your life, you wanted to become an entrepreneur, you created that at some point, you saw it, you started morphing into it, and you became the entrepreneur, and then you became her. You wanted the promotion, you saw it at some point. You set your eyes on the promotion, it became a goal. You started behaving in ways that got you the promotion, you got the promotion, and you morphed yourself into the woman of that promotion. So now I want you to do it backwards. I want you to acclimate yourself to this person. Does that make sense? Like we're climbing a mountain. So you're seeing this promotion for yourself. This is my promotion of me, who I am. So how do I behave as this woman? How do I act? How do I feel? What are the steps that I take? How do I speak to my clients? How do I show up on videos? How do you show how do up I in life, be? just in general, in all Correct. aspects of life? In every, yeah, in relationships, in my family. How do I show up every morning? How do I get out of bed? Do I hit the snooze button 10 times? Because, you know, this kind of sucks, my current reality. Or do I not hit the snooze button, get out in the morning and say, today is a good day. Today I get to create. Today's all about me. This isn't, I own this day. Because now you're working towards something. You're not stuck here. Mm -hmm. Because your commitment towards the future is what matters. You created this because of the way you behaved, thought, acted, Right? We have paradigms. Our paradigms control 95%. That's our beliefs, our thoughts, our behaviors, our actions. Mm -hmm. So we keep doing that every single day. So I want you to see yourself at the future and then just work it backwards. Now, take the small steps and step into it slowly. I know baby steps is my favorite thing, right? A lot, yeah. a lot of women like us are type A and need results right now. And I'm sure yeah. a lot of women that you work with are the same, right? They hire you because I want to be here, get me from here to there in the fastest way possible. Yes. A hundred percent. And so you have to remember that we look at everything logically too. Do we not? This doesn't make sense. What I've got here makes sense. This is my result. This is what I see. This is reality. Mm -hmm. Your reality is based on your perception. Your reality is your truth. So what you believe to be true is true to you. If I believe to be true that I am gorgeous, you can't say anything. Mm -hmm. You can say it, but in it my mind, penetrate. that's my belief. That's my truth. If my truth is that I'm scared of spiders, which I was like deathly, like I would so think like, you're scared, so scared. <laughs> I used to put, like, literally vacuum them up. I'd really run after them with the vacuum and vacuum them up. Oh, <laughs> my son so was of them. petrified of them. It took me, I had to do a lot of work with this. 
a lot of mindset work to get around it. Now I can actually kill them mm-hmm. without the vacuum and okay. without like the, you can swap them. Yeah. Yeah. Before I'd had, I would hairspray them <laughs> to the floor so they couldn't move. And I would put a napkin, I would vacuum it up. <laughs> that and centipedes. Oh my God. It scared the crap oh, out of me. Centipedes are awful. <laughs> it, I felt like it was like, because one comes in, it's like, to, it's almost like the leader comes in to check, okay, it's safe, everybody in, everybody in, and they all yeah, come in. And then they all, I know. <laughs> yeah. So if I think I'm scared of spiders, mm-hmm. that's my belief. That's my truth. Doesn't matter that you don't. Doesn't matter that you're not scared. Doesn't matter that you don't see them as venomous. I do. So is it like we're just trapped in our own environment in our mind? Our mind is the controller of everything. We have created a prison in our mind. Everything you want, everything we want in our future, we are the start and we are the stop. Really think about that. You're the creator. You're the one who thought it up and you're the one who stops yourself from moving there. We create alibis and excuses that it's what happened. It's money. It's this, it's that. But is it also, can it also be outside influences? Because I was thinking about this the other day. I am an outgoing person. I love to travel. I love to meet people. When um, clients come into my studio, I'm hugging them. I know we're in the middle of a pandemic, but that's me. Like that's who I've been. And I don't watch the news, but it's still creeping in there because the other day I caught myself at the grocery store feeling anxiety when people were coming close to me that I didn't know, like they were, they were in my space. Like, can we be conditioned by what we allow into our minds? We are conditioned. I I know the answer to that, but how... Even without watching the news and even with managing my mindset, how does it still creep in there? Where is it coming from? A, it's coming from, it could be conversations you're having with friends who are, you know, oh, did you hear that we might go into another lockdown? Mm. Did you, this is what, what their emotions, their feelings are about it, how they feel maybe about what's going on in lockdown and what we see in our environment. Listen, we go grocery shopping. It's not like it used to be. We can't do 90% of what we can't wanted to. Going to the mall freely, enjoying, um, hugging somebody is frowned upon because you're not supposed to connect. You're not supposed to touch. You're not supposed to be walking next to your friend. You should right. be walking six feet apart. So it does 100%. We are already a product of our environment. We already are. How many times have you caught yourself saying, oh my God, I'm my mom? Mm. Oh, unfortunately, too many lately these days. (laughs) (laughs) So we are, we're a product of our environment of how we were brought up, how we were taught. And so today that still applies. You know, we always say, I like to say, first of all, you community is so important. Mm -hmm. And the five people that you hang around are so important and ask yourself, are they positive? Are they inspiring? Are they aligned with my visions, my goals? Are my aligned with their visions, with their goals? Because that's what you're putting out there. And that's going to affect you, mm-hmm. right? So if when you're in a community of high, so you were saying be, do, and have. When you're in a community of like highly inspired women that really are going for really great things, you see, that's the be. So you start wanting to be like that, mm-hmm. not like complaining with your friends about, oh God, this really sucks. You start to see positivity. You start to see how women are really moving forward. You start to see how women are really going for their goals. 
Yeah. Yes. So you're like, wait a second, I can do that. I want to be like that. And then you start to have because you start to become and that half starts to come to you. It's like me moving towards the door. The door moves towards me. Manifestation is just a creation. It's the result of what you've created in your mind and you've brought it to life. So let's talk about what we said the other day about affirmations and not fully believing the affirmation. So again, with that mirror work, if you are looking at yourself and you say, I am thin or I am, I am an entrepreneur or I am something. And then the vision of what is being reflected back to you does not match. Yeah. Or I am a success. Meanwhile, you're buried in, in debt because you don't have a business degree and you just, that was me. Okay. So let's talk about how you got out of that. So I, sorry, little Missy here is getting a little antsy. Um, She's so cute. She is cute. Um, So first thing with affirmations is it is like hypnosis, right? Because you have to remember that we believe everything based on what was said to us. So if I don't believe I'm a success or I believe that the debt marks me, it's a lot because I've heard you shouldn't have debt. Mm -hmm. You should have money in the bank. Mm-hmm. You should be at this place at this age. So to me, it was like, how am I where I am? Was it I'm more a failure? A, was it more of a worth issue for you? But that's the thing is we measure our worth by things. So I'm in debt. I am debt. I am not worthy. This is how I look at money, right? It's a measure of me. I'm the one who did this. We often make excuses. I made excuses that wasn't my fault because it's very hard for me to look at it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I wasn't worthy of certain things because of my debt. We also do this in relationships. I am worthy. If he loves me, I'm, I'm good. He doesn't love me. I'm, I'm never going to be loved again. I'm not good. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not this enough. You know, we, it's a worth thing. It's, we measure our worth by our job. We measure our worth by our success level. If I'm successful, I'm worthy. If I failed, I didn't get the client. I didn't do a good job. Mm-hmm. I'm not good. I failed at that. I'm not going to get the next two clients. But that's the truth, isn't it? So it's a level of worth for all of us on how we measure our worth by the things that are around us, the things that we have. And so when you're looking in the mirror and you're saying, it's not about saying I am debt free. First of all, that's the worst thing you can say. Because you're bringing the word debt? Yeah. You want to say I'm financially free. Okay. I'm financially free. So first I asked myself is I wanted to neutralize the debt. The debt was there whether I liked it or didn't like it. It wasn't going to disappear like that. Mm -hmm. But what I could do is take control over it and see how I wanted to behave with it. So first I neutralized it. Every month I was grateful to have the money to pay what I needed to pay. Mm. So each bill I paid, and even though it was on the internet, I would write down, I'm so happy and grateful to have the money to pay this bill. Thank you. Because a lot of people, when they are in financial trouble, just avoid. And then the the problem gets worse and worse and worse. Correct. And so at the end of this, so at the end of that payment cycle, for example, all my payments were made. They're made. Mm -hmm. I don't need to think about it. Nobody's calling me. Nobody's chasing me. I'm Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Now I get to live my life as me. I get to enjoy. That's not me. It's neutralized. It's paid. I'm grateful to have the money to pay for it. I've paid for it for the month. Now I get to step into me, the success I want to be, because that's not who I am. 
not thinking about it 20 because I used to think about it like going at night it's like oh my god how am I going to pay for this I didn't go to the mailbox mm-hmm. like that was my life I was suffocating I so thought this is the I rest remember- of my life that's why I loved Bob Proctor from the um, the secret because he said, "Come up with a debt repayment plan and focus on prosperity because what you focus on expands. So if you're focusing on a debt or if you're focusing that you're getting old or if you're focusing on I'm too fat, what you think about you bring about. So you will just see what you're thinking about. Is that correct? Correct. And so I'm glad you brought that up because how does that work? So if I keep focusing on the debt, mm-hmm. it's the same as you were saying, you know, I'm, I'm skinny, but what I see in return is I'm not skinny. So how can I believe that? Mm-hmm. So if I keep focusing on the debt, or if I keep focusing on the fact that I'm not thin enough, my thighs are really, really bad. My arms are floppy. I, I berate myself for my stomach. What happens then? Well, What's the big deal? I'll put another hundred bucks on my credit card. I'm already in debt. It's not like I'm getting out of it anytime soon. Our behavior continues based on our thought pattern. Mm. If I'm trying to lose weight and I'm berating myself, well, and I know this because I've been there and we all do this. Well, it's not, I might as well just eat the Smarts bar. It's not like it's going to make a 30 pound debt then. So, you know, tomorrow. And now yeah, I'll I've start on Monday. I'll start yes. on Monday or oops, cheated. Got to start again tomorrow. But exactly. is this what you're saying about being the person? So if you are, if you are being a person who is fit and thin and lives a healthy lifestyle, then you will not choose that to give into that craving for that Mars bar, because as that person that you are being, that person would not would not act in this way. Yes. So that actually, that's a perfect way to, for us to explain it. So if I'm looking at myself and I'm berating myself, I'm really going to keep doing the same. That's my thought pattern. It's not going to make a dent. I'm going to, I might as well have this ice cream. I'll start mm-hmm. tomorrow. But then the, I open the Mars bar again. So oh crap, it's done. Okay. Today is a cheat day. I'll just keep eating whatever I want today yeah. because I already ate the Mars bar. Whereas when I start thinking from the thin me, I think I'm thin. I believe that this is the beautiful me that I see. Mm-hmm. How does she, what does she eat? How does she behave? Would she open up the Mars bar? If she wants the craving, then she'll have a bite and she'll close up the Mars bar and she'll put it away. Mm-hmm. So you start to think from that level and you start to do things from that level. You get ideas. Oh, maybe I'll bring in a nutritionist. Maybe I'll hire a, um, a trainer. Mm-hmm. So you start to think from that point of view of what does me in this level do? Not me here not my current results. What does this me do? And what can I start to do today? And so you start to think those things, you start to feel those things and you're not going to, and if you eat the Mars bar, okay, it's fine. I'm back on track. I'm going to have a chicken salad for lunch. Mm -hmm. That's what me does. That's going to be my meal plan for the next week. So we start to think on that level and slowly what happens is we're becoming this person in thought process, thought process creates emotion. Emotion creates action. So if I focus on what I don't want, that focus is going to create, well, this isn't working for me. This really sucks. And my action is going to be like, well, why am I bothering? I might as well eat the Mars bar. Or why am I bothering? I might as well just go and I'll put another hundred bucks or a thousand dollars in my credit card. It's not like I'm getting out of this anytime soon. So So would you agree with that saying where people say that your self-worth equals 
your net worth. Because once you start to find that worth within you and behave in that worthy way, it then has a trickle effect in all areas of your life. And then that's when your success will be pulled to you. I believe that, and and this is also what we teach. First of all, it's from in out. Most people are looking from out in, right? If I get that opportunity, I'll be successful. If I get this, I'll be successful. If I get this and then this will land for me. Mm -hmm. Whereas they're cyclical, they're up and down, up and down, up and down. And they're wondering what they're doing wrong. Everything is propelled by mindset. So it's how I view money. If you're not earning the money you want, it's a money paradigm. It's how you see money. Because you're not earning what you don't want because you don't want to earn more. It's you're just not aware of how to earn more. Mm. Because of the way that you see money, the way that you see you and your abilities. So you see yourself at this level. I've had some friends in the past be like, well, we're not you. We don't think like this. We can't have this. But I don't believe that to be true. I believe that you can be whatever you believe you can be, right? It's within you. Yeah. It's within you. You've got the capability. It's up to you to, we create everything in our world, everything, everything. This, I love this analogy, this cup, Mm -hmm. this desk, this chair, everything was created by a thought. Really think about that. Like how incredible is that? Everything was created by a thought. Mm-hmm. An idea, an idea is a collection of thoughts. They've created a mold in their mind of what they wanted to do. The cell phone we're talking on, they created a mold in their mind of what they want to do. And then they moved into action that aligned with the goal. Because so many people say, I want this. And they wake up and they move into action that aligns with something completely different. Mm. So are your actions really aligning with your goal? Are your thought patterns aligning with your goal? Your thoughts Everything we get involved with that causes an emotion, causes an action. We express our emotions. It expresses an anxiety, like I was saying earlier, depression, sadness, motivation, excitement. I can't wait to get up. I can't wait to go. I can't wait to call my client. But can I ask, in this day and age where everyone's showing their highlights and all the things they're accomplishing and all the things, how do you know... Because my, I always ask my, my guests on the podcast, what does aligned mean to you? But how do you know what is aligned with you? Is there, are there any tips that you can give people to start like really honing in what it is that they want out of their lives? And, and are there signs? Are there like little whispers? Are there little nudges? Like, can you? Yeah. Yeah. Happy to. Um, I think when especially with social media. And I think that's what you mean with the highlights and everything that you see Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with social media, you see all these people who are doing all these great things. And I, I, I I talk about this a lot. You don't know what's behind the scenes. What you see is what people show you. Mm -hmm. We show up as we want to be seen. We have two self images. We have the image that we show people, which is how we dress, how we do our hair, how we do our makeup, how we show up, how we speak, you know, everything's great. And then we have the image that's us. That's the inside voice. That's the inside feeling that I'm not that person. I'm pretending to be that person because I don't want people to know how much I'm hurting, but inside I'm hurting, inside I'm tormented, inside I'm unhappy with my job, inside I don't want to be doing this. So we have two self-images about aligning the two together. It's about becoming who you see yourself to be and feeling comfortable in your skin as that woman. So 
when we're influenced, when we see all these highlights, first and foremost, we don't know what's behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. It's one dimensional. That's number one. And what happens is for you to focus on what you want, I'm going to go back to writing causes thinking. You see, thinking doesn't constitute as thinking because we think like 86,000 thoughts a day, Mm -hmm. a lot. Yet we're driven by our subconscious mind, which is the voice that drives us. It's uh, what we really believe we can do. That's what shows up in our life, not this. So we have to increase the awareness here. So when you write, you think. So really writing about what you're passionate about. To me, alignment is that you are in alignment with what you want for you in your life, what really feels good to you. Mm-hmm. When you wake up and you feel like you're in your skin, you're in your skin. And if you're not in your skin, you don't feel like you're in your skin, then you have to ask yourself, what within me, what is it within me that I'm not honing in on? What is it within me that I am in, um, that I need to heal? What is it within me that needs to come out? What gifts do I have? What talents do I have? What am I not exposing? What am I, I not this. exposing? I love this. Oh, yeah? I wanted your okay. opinion on it because I do this with my clients. We have this, um, when we're building the brand, we have this whole clarity exercise about what makes you unique. What is it about you that makes you different? And, and yeah, well, the truth is, look, we look to everybody because we see people. It's like, look at me, look at me, look at me. If I can do it, you can do it. I'm so successful. Look at my stuff. Look at my car. I bought it with cash. First of all, we don't know if that's the truth. Mm -hmm. But it's It's not just that. It's like, is that really what you want? Like sometimes I think you have to really sit down and I was reading a book and they said, you need to sit down and decide. Maybe you don't want that million dollar income. Maybe you don't want to be the top of your industry. Maybe you're happy being a stay at home mom. And that's okay. If that's what you want, that is okay because it's for you. It's in an alignment with you. I feel like we get so caught up in what everyone else is doing that we mistake that for what we want for ourselves when really we're, it's like, you know, you're climbing the ladder and then you realize you're on the wrong ladder. Well, we do, instead of, if we do comparison instead of creation in our life. So we compare and we try to be because this is what looks like it makes sense. And I, first thing I do with my clients is we create goals, professional and personal goals. You have to get really, really clear on what it is they're going for. Because if you know, it's like a GPS. If you don't put in the address, you're not getting there. Mm-hmm. So the goal is your GPS. That's your, your end um, your end destination, so to speak. So we get really, really clear on that. Now, some people want to be a millionaire. Some people, that's not important to them. But it's your definition of success. So are we looking at what we see as success or are we defining success from within? And I had this conversation actually yesterday because what one person had, this woman was looking at and saying, well, I don't have that, therefore I'm not successful. And I said, but what's important to you? What do you want? What's important to you? What are your strengths? What do you bring to the table? And, and what do you value? Like, what do you value really? Is it money? Right. Is it, yeah. And it was, you know, her family, right? And what she's doing with her family and what she's, um, what she's done with her business and how she's built her business and how many offices she has and because she's very, very career focused. Whereas it was really a measure of just something that this person had. Something that they had that she didn't have. And I said, but they have that in your success barometer 
is your family. Your success barometer is the creation you've done with your team, the creation you've done with your offices, the creation you've done to bring yourself up as an entrepreneur, the relationship you have with your daughter, the relationship you have with your son, um, what you've built in your home. I said, that's your success, isn't it? That's what you've been after. That was your goal. And so when you start to see what your barometer of success, what do I deem successful? If being a stay-at-home mom is what you want to be really good at, that's success. Mm -hmm. That's your reality. It might not be my reality. So my success could be something different, but that's success. You see, success isn't one thing. Success isn't money. Success is who you are. Mm. Success is who you are. Success is who you are. Success is who you are. That just gave me goosebumps again, Sharon. This whole, like, honestly, I'm thinking I might need to put the fire on or something because I'm getting shivers every time. Success is who you are. So again, it comes back to how we started this conversation. It all comes back to you. You are the mirror again, right? Yeah, you are the creator. So if success is who you are, the idea of being successful before success can even attach to you, right? Success isn't, um, Earl Nightingale said that success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Progressive realization. Again. The progressive, I say it so quickly. I know, I, know, I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't get that. <laughs> Earl Nightingale said that the success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Success is the progression of a worthy ideal. So, correct. So, okay. success isn't the attainment. That's the byproduct of you stepping, you becoming, you growing, what we were talking about at the start of this, right? Mm -hmm. And so success is you. Success is your steps. Success is your becoming. Success is what your progression is. You're already successful if you've chosen to go into it. Mm -hmm. If you've stepped into who you are and your goal, you're already successful. It's now just building from that. Because most people don't even step in. You're already successful. So progressive, you're progressive with um, increased intensity on a daily basis towards who you are. And then um, realization is you start to realize that what you want, everything that you want is there. Everything you want is in front of you. Everything you want is your creation that you can actually manifest and it's coming closer to you. Um, Worthy, I'm going to do last, ideal, uh, ideal is really as your ideas. It's a collection of thoughts. So it's the mold that you've created in for your goal. See, so the success comes from you. The goal didn't come from somebody else. Nobody else said, you go do this. Nobody said that this is going to be you when you grow up. And even if they did, you get to choose right now. I don't care what age you are in. I changed my career at 44. I know. I love that. The scariest leap of my life. I thought, oh my God, is anybody even going to hire me as a coach? And you know what? They should. I'm good. I know. And I'm going to link up. I love you. And I'm going to link up all of your information so that if anyone wants to hire you, which they should, after listening to this conversation, you want to get as much of Sharon as you possibly can. So I will link up every way to contact you in the episode. Thank you. Thank you. So the ideal is your idea. It's what you came up with. It's not the somebody else's goal. It's your goal. You conjured this up. See, so it can't be in existence without you. It can't be in existence without you. You are the goal. You are the creation. It's everything you manifest every single day. It's your step. It's the way you step into it. It's your actions. It's what you do. It's the opportunities you bring to you and hone in on those resources that you've created.
create. Resources don't come to you because you, here's the thing, an opportunity isn't an opportunity without you. Does that make sense? It's an opportunity. opportunity It's not not an opportunity opportunity without you. So if an opportunity comes to me, without me, it's not an opportunity. It's not what it's meant to be. It's something completely different. It needs me for it to flourish into the opportunity it needs. It takes the two people. It's a partnership. So you're the goal. Everything is based on you. You're creating it. And so, and then worthy. We look at it, am I good enough for this goal? Right? Am I going to get there? Am I good enough? Am I going to make it? No. Is it worthy of you? (laughs) For people who are not watching but listening, that little noise was her shaking her (laughs) finger. (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing that since I was young. (laughs) And so... I think my grandma did it. We really take it on from our (laughs) family. It's like, we'll have it. Um, So is the goal worthy of you? Are you doing something? So going back to your question, how do you align with something that's about you? Or do you know that you're doing something that is based on the masses because it's what everybody else is doing? Is this goal worthy of you? Is it worthy of you? Not am I worthy of the goal? Mm -mm. it has to be worthy of you your life what you're putting into it because you're it so is it worthy of you is it worthy of you waking up in the morning to it every single day are you playing small in your life i want every woman to ask for that are you playing small in your life is what you're doing right now worthy of who you are as a human being and as a soul and as this beautiful creature and if the answer is no, you're playing small. You need to emerge from behind the shadow and you need to step up and you need to be in your light. You need to do what you are here to do. And you can do anything. If you want to be an astronaut, you can go back to school and be an astronaut. You can do it. I love this. I love, love, love this. I'm getting, like, honestly, I'm, I need a blanket. I'm getting so many shivers. <laughs> I really, Sharon, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop it there. You Thank you for agreeing to come on the show and sharing your light because I think this conversation is just going to motivate not motivate but inspire women to look at themselves differently I hope so I mean every woman has to look at herself Uh, we see the imperfections that's our character that's our beauty that's how we formed it we are perfectly imperfect perfectly imperfect and that's what allows us to become and and grow. We, I think I said this yesterday when we were talking, we die a million deaths. I remember hearing that one time and I thought we die a million deaths. You have to be willing to die to the old you in order for the new you to emerge. Mm. As long as you hold on to the old you, the old you is what's showing up in your life. Yeah. That's what I said yesterday. I think we talked about this on Instagram because I posted, stop letting who you were keep you from who you can become or who you are becoming. Because a lot of the times we just, we, we gain that momentum, but then our old habits, our old beliefs, our old limits creep up and we listen to that voice instead of um, building on that momentum that we're gaining towards who we're becoming. Yeah. The big key is understanding how to let go of these paradigms, which is those beliefs, those habits. And that's obviously what we teach. But once you do that, you get to emerge into you. You have to be willing to let go of the old you. You have to have the courage to say, that's not me. I'm playing small. I deserve better. I want to be more. I want to do more. I want to have more. And if you've even got the inclination for that, that means there's something in you that's bigger than you're allowing out. 
Well, beauty, that's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you have a second, please rate, review, and hit subscribe. Don't forget to share Align and Hustle with a friend. For more information, be sure to check out the podcast page at www.kathyspence.com slash podcast. I hope to see you here again next Tuesday. Talk soon.